Perfect. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another great episode of the Guyao Now Show. I'm your host, Bob McIntosh, and I am excited to have the one, the only JLD, John Lee Dumas. I don't know what you're going by these days, to be honest, but uh, I like JLD. It's kind of like, a, you know how they always say, you know you've made it when you've got one name. <laughs> <laughs> what about three letters? Does that work? <laughs> I think I think that's close enough. I think that's close enough. But I'm excited to have him on, um, share a little bit about uh, what he's done to get out of his own way. If you don't know anything about him, uh, he is a fantastic entrepreneur, host of the Entrepreneurs on Fire show, which is probably one of the most downloaded business podcasts, if not maybe most downloaded podcasts just in general. Um, but just a total badass. And I'm excited to have you here, man. Thanks. Bob, I'm fired up, man. I think your title of your show is great. I think the message that you're sharing is awesome. And I'm looking forward to sharing how I got out of my own way. So let's do this. Let's do it. So for anyone who doesn't know anything about you, tell them a little bit about who you are, what you do, and let's go from there. Yeah, real quick cliff notes from Maine. The, the way life should be. That's, that's the uh, motto of our state. Went to college. Is it really? That's yeah. funny. I like, I like that. That's awesome the way life should be. Went to college on an army scholarship. So uh, after my four years as an ROTC cadet, I was an officer in the US Army for eight years, four active, four in the reserves with a little 13 month tour of duty um, in Iraq as a tank commander in charge of four tanks and 16 men. And after the army, I went through what I call six years of struggle where I could not get out of my own way. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was chasing success. I was trying to go to law school. I got in, I dropped it after one semester. I was miserable. Tried corporate <laughs> finance, quit after a year, tried re residential real estate, commercial real estate, a tech startup in New York City. Like six years of this, I could just not get out of my own way. I was trying and I was failing. I was trying, I was failing. Fortunately, I never stopped learning and educating myself in the business world. And I just finally kind of started to stumbling, uh, st started to stumble upon podcasts. This is back in 2010. 2011. I fell into the medium. I fell in love with the medium immediately. I just got it. It was like on demand, targeted, free content. I was like, this is so good. Like podcasts are amazing. I love this. It's and I told to all the best podcasts that were out there. And there was only a couple of business shows back, back in 2010, 2011. And they were all interviewing somebody one day a week. And so then I said, you know what? I'm going to go find that show that comes out with a fresh episode and an interview with a successful entrepreneur seven days a week, because I want to listen to that show. Bob, that show did not exist. I was just shocked by that reality. And so I said, you know, you know what? Why not follow Mahatma Gandhi's advice and be the change you want to see in the world? And I knew I was not going to be good. I knew I was going to be, you know, a stumbling, bumbling idiot on the mic for the foreseeable future. But I said, I need to do this. I need to get out of my comfort zone and launch this thing. So back in 2012, I hired a mentor, joined a podcast mastermind and launched the first daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And as you and I are talking now, I've published over 3000 episodes, over a hundred, yeah, hundred million listens to date thus far, um, over 1.4 million listens every single month. And I've created a business out of it. Like it's a media empire. Like my business, we've been publishing monthly income reports every month for 89 months in a row. So you go to our website, eofire.com, upper right-hand corner, you'll see the most recent month's um, revenue numbers right there, updating and ticking up. And 89 months in a row, we have netted over $100,000 in profits with our business. And we release these income reports. They're super in-depth. We bring our lawyer on for a legal tip, our accountant on for a tax tip, and we just make them really meaty, valuable um, income reports. And um, that's one of you know the things about my business that I'm really proud of is that you know we're not just getting a lot of eyeballs and earballs. 
but we're also generating a lot of revenue so we can do a lot of great things in this world, you know, with philanthropy, you know, with supporting other people and just doing the right things in those areas as well. And so a lot of great things have gone on over the past nine years. It's crazy to, to think I'm almost up on one decade as a podcaster, but that's how it goes. Right. You, you blink for a second and all of a sudden it's like, dang, where did that go? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I got a question for you. So, you, you, you know, you're getting started and you knew that you were like, hey, I know I'm going to be terrible, but I'm just going to do this because right. it's what I was looking for. And so if I'm looking for it, others are looking for it, like take me through that process. Like, What was your mindset? That, like, I mean, like, were, were you like scared, terrified? Were you like, like, I don't know. Just tell me more about that. All of those things. I have what's called the imposter syndrome. I was like, who would listen to me? I, I don't know what I'm doing. Who would be a guest on my show? Like, why am I doing this? Like, this is such a bad idea. And now looking back nine years later, 3,000 episodes later, and I now run the largest podcasting community in the world, Podcasters Paradise, where over 6,000 podcasters have come through my program. Everybody has these same thoughts. Everybody has these same fears. You think you're alone at the time? You're not. You're just a human being. You're going through the same doubts and fears and just anxiety that we all experience. So just like welcome to, to being a human being. Welcome to this game called life. At the time, I didn't know it, so I was, I was terrified. But luckily, I did a couple things right. I hired a mentor who was a successful business podcast host. I joined a mastermind that was full of great podcasters. And that was such a way that I was able to get through and to progress and to learn and to get supported and to get great advice and to do the same for other people and to actually be held accountable, by the way. like That's so key in your journey as well. So all of those things helped. And not to mention... When has anybody ever gotten good doing something once a week or once a month, which is when most people were publishing podcasts back then? I was putting in the reps, brother. I was doing a <laughs> podcast 2,000 days in a row, five and a half years. I got better every single day. And it took me a while before I got actually decent. But putting in the reps, man, I was making it work. Not to mention the network I was creating, you know, I was growing with my, you know, with all these interviews with successful entrepreneurs. And it's just been a lot of good things that have come from putting in those reps. And so what's the mindset behind like daily, right? Like, and, and not just that, but to stay consistent for that long. Like I know, and you know, I've, I've done a ton of hours on stage, talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and the thing that I find that they lack the most is that consistency. So what do you attribute your success in being able to stay consistent to? Listen, the mindset besides behind daily is I need to put in the reps. The way that I'm going to get better at podcasting is by actually podcasting. So I need to put in the flipping reps. And the mindset to staying consistent is just like, what am I doing here? Am I going to go all in or am I going to just like half? I don't know if you can swear in this word. So half yeah. button. <laughs> am I gonna half? All good. I'm not going to half-ass this thing. And if the answer is no, I'm not going to half-ass it, then I'm going all in. I'm going to get out of my own way and I'm going to go all in. And going all in to me was not you know, doing one episode per week. It was doing seven episodes a week, one every single day. And yes, it was tough and it was difficult, but I'm a huge believer in the following. The higher the barrier, the lower the competition. I was able to build a moat around my business because nobody was willing to put in the work and do a daily podcast except me. So I was the only game in town. I wasn't a great game. It's just kind of like turning on the, <laughs> you know, back in the day when it's just like the Detroit Lions, you know, versus the Minnesota Vikings. You're like, oh, those are two really bad teams, but it's the only game on. I guess I got to watch it. Like that was kind of the story with me. Like I was the only game in town. Like if you wanted to consume a daily podcast with an exciting, inspiring entrepreneur, you had to listen to entrepreneurs on fire. And guess what? Luckily, I did know enough to bring on great guests and let them right. run with it and just you know, ask them questions and get out of their way. So I got out of their way 
<laughs> that they could go ahead and be the spotlight and be, you know, the star of the episodes. And that's how I grew an audience. That's amazing. That's amazing. And and I think that's a, just a huge testament to who you are. Like just showing up that way. You're right. I don't think people show up. I think they're 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 lazy <laughs> in general. Um, okay. So what about what about getting these guests on? Like just the even just for my show, which is only weekly, right? Um, or we we publish weekly, anyways. Um, you know, it's like man, it's always like this. Oh, I need another guest. I need another guest. It's, it's another thing. And I'm not even doing seven days a week. So like, to even to me, I'm like, whew, man, that's that's some serious stuff. It was all about batching, batching like a baller. I just figured out quick and early that if I just commit one day per week, and for me, it was Tuesday, one day per week to just batch and do eight interviews every Tuesday, I was going to win. So that was my focus. That was my line in the sand. Was it always easy to get eight people signed up every week? No, but I just kept asking until I was booked up, till I was booked out. And I always stayed about a month and a half ahead of the game. So I was, I had some flexibility if, if a few things fell through. But at the end of the day, every Tuesday, I committed to winning with eight interviews. And by the way, that meant six days. I wasn't interviewing anybody. So is life really that tough? Like, no, like I had, <laughs> you know, a pretty legitimate schedule, except for one day was like my Super Bowl. It was waking up and just delivering and making things happen. And that's how I was able to get 2,000 episodes published in 2,000 consecutive days. That's amazing. What, what what was your like? Was there like a routine on that day? Like you said, you said it's like your Super Bowl, right? And I know some people have like this this thing that they do: a chant, they jump, they pound their chest, they get in state, they whatever. Like, what, what's what's it for you? Listen, it's just loving what I do. I'm in my zone of fire when I'm interviewing people. I love having conversations with successful people. I enjoy it, and I just look at it like. Am I in Iraq right now getting shot at like I was for three <laughs> months? And the answer is no. Like in comparison, it's like, well, we're doing way better. Perspectives are everything. If you can literally have the right perspective, you will win. And that was my perspective. I'm like, I get to be in my studio, in my home with coffee or tea to my right, you know, in an air conditioned apartment, you know, condo house, wherever I was at, at the time, you know, now I'm down at my, you know, beautiful, you know, oceanside, you know, mansion in Puerto Rico, which, you know, we've been here for four and a half years um, and, and do my thing. And like, is life really that bad? So it was just, you know, putting things into perspective that that was how you were able to make that shift. That's amazing. And I, I love, I, I love that. Okay. So I know you got a book coming out. I want to make sure we get time to talk about that. So what's the book about? Tell me more about what's going on with that. What inspired you to write it and why should people want to get it? Well, thank you very much. It is so far thus to my career, my life's work for sure. I don't know if I'll ever write another book, <laughs> but <laughs> as we mentioned a couple of times, like I've now interviewed over 3000 successful entrepreneurs, not to mention running my own, you know, multi-million dollar a year business for nine years now. And this book is a culmination of those 3,000 plus interviews, those thousands of hours of conversations of learning from so many entrepreneurs, their successes, their failures, their tactics, their strategies. And I sat down, I was like, man, there's a lot of things that people do to become successful, but there's really only a set number of fundamentals that really matter. And I wrote those down, I wrote those out. And there was 17 things, 17 principles, 17 elements that every successful entrepreneur possessed. I rearranged them and I set them out and I said, well, this is a roadmap. This is a chronological mm -hmm. roadmap to get to uncommon success. 
And that's where the name for the book came. It was The Common Path to Uncommon Success, Your Roadmap to Financial Freedom and Fulfillment. And that's exactly what it is. It's a 17-step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. That's the book. And I am so passionate about this thing. I could not have written it. I could tell just, just by your energy. And by the way, if you're, if, if you're not watching the video, go back and watch the video because you can just see like- Lighting me up. <laughs> it is. But listen, this is something I could not have written back in 2012, of course. Even in 2016, I was still figuring things out. But now nine years into my business, it's like, this is the truth. This is the common path to uncommon success. It's not hidden. It's not secret. It's not scary. It's not easy, but it is a very deliberate chronological 17-step process. You follow this book from step one to step 17 you apply its principles. And if in three to six months, you're not finding your version of uncommon success, Bob, I hate to say it, but give it up. And that's not like meant to be a mean thing. It's really not because not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. Not no, everybody's definitely not be running their own business. The no number 37 employee of Facebook made way more money than you or I will ever make in our lifetimes because <laughs> that was great for them. And they went all in on that and they crushed it. So this is going to be an amazing book for both sides of that equation. Number one, those that are meant to be entrepreneurs, you're going to follow these 17 steps and you're going to flip and crush it. You're going to find financial freedom. You're going to find fulfillment. You're going to find uncommon success. Those people on the other side who aren't meant to be an entrepreneur, let's find that out now. Like don't dilly dally. Like don't waste more time in life wondering what if. Find out for sure if this is for you. If it is, you'll crush it. If it's not, Let's go find something else because life is short. Yeah, I, I, I love that too. I was actually having a conversation with a friend the other day who was like going on this journey of entrepreneurship. And I told him, I was like, hey man, like, Might not I, be don't, I don't want to be a downer, but like, I don't think this is for you. And it's not that you don't have the capability. I just don't think like you value safety and comfort uh, of a paycheck more so than that. And so I said, rather than trying to start your own thing, like you should be looking for a startup, like be a number two. And that's okay. Like understanding that that's okay too. That is okay. In fact, that's your zone of fire. Like you're right. serving this world. hundred percent. Okay. So you got these 17, these 17 steps. Um, and so you're saying like, we get the book, we walk through, these are the things that you found from these successful entrepreneurs that have really like, you distilled it down into these 17 things. I'm kind of amazed that from 3000 conversations, you could pull out 17 things. And that's the and thing. It was like, oh my God, every single one of these conversations I'm having, there's just this repetitive theme, this repetitive concept, these fundamentals that keep coming up again and again. And it's exciting because it's not this just like convoluted, confusing, complicated process. It's actually- right. you know, We always see that meme where it's like the thing that yeah. the line going all over the place. It's actually, <laughs> it's not easy, Bob, but it's simple. It's okay. a common path to uncommon success. I've done it. Every guest that I've interviewed has done it. And now the path is laid out for you. Go and conquer. Beautiful. So, and you said you've done it. Did you like unconsciously do that? Or do you think by being in these interviews and surrounding yourself with these folks, it allowed you to kind of follow that path maybe unconsciously in a way? The latter, because I had all these interviews, I was able to do it. And by the way, if I had this book back in 2012, like it would have been amazing. I would have, you know, failed a lot less. I would have had a lot less mistakes and wrong turns and all these different things that I've experienced over the years because I'd have been like, oh, this is where I'm coming up short, or this is where I went wrong, or this is what I need to implement in my business. So this book would have been such a help. I had to learn the hard way over nine years. And so, so didn't so many of these entrepreneurs. But at the end of the day, 
I've been able to distill what works to find your version of uncommon success. And it's 17 steps. You can make it happen. Beautiful. So give, give us like a, like, is there like a tidbit you can give us like step one or like what I'm just, I'm so curious. Like I like, I, I want the book now. I'm like, I hang up this phone call or this video and just like, let's go read it. <laughs> I feel the same way, man. I want to get back to recording the audio book. Cause it's so fun to record. Like I'm like, Oh my God, this book is so good. But, um, okay. Let's just go to step one real quick. Your big idea. This is where so many people just make a mistake. They don't even know what a big idea is or what their big idea is. And they're just doing like a weak, pale imitation of what somebody else is doing that's having success. And they wake up in a couple of years, they're just like, what am I doing? Like, why am I even doing this thing? They have no answers. It's like so many people are just like blind zombies just following the herd. Mm. This chapter smacks you in the face gets you grounded and says, this is how you identify your big idea. I take you through an entire process of how to do it. So this is, like an act, this is like action steps too, not action. just like here's the path, but here's how you take this path and step walk it. Step. There's a companion course that goes with it. And oh, like, beautiful. You, need, you need to do the work. Like there's times you need to stop reading the book and do the work before you go to the next step. And for those that are only to do the work, great. Don't buy the book because you're never going to become a successful entrepreneur. So awesome. Go find something else. And that's not a bad thing. Again, it's just not for you. Like, I mean, if <laughs> I'm handing people the keys and I don't want to take it and turn it into the lock, like that's on them. And that's, and that's not a bad thing because this path, it's not for everyone. So identifying your big idea. And then every chapter, by the way, I'll share another one in a second, but every chapter is broken up into three sections. Section one is what exactly is that thing? So for chapter one, what is a big idea? How do you come up with your big idea? How do you implement that into your life? Section two is how I did that. So you get a real world example. Mm. And then section three, I said of the 3000 people that I interviewed, who's the number one person that exemplifies this step? And then I pulled them in and they contributed an amazing section in that chapter for the section three. So section one, section two, section three for chapter one was Hal Elrod talking about my miracle morning and how he came up with that and what it means to have a big idea, how he recommends other people find their big idea. And it's like so much less than so many, so much learning. And like another kind of quick glimpse of the chapter is chapter seven. Like I wrote chapter seven, like, okay, another chapter typing along, typing along a couple days on by. I'm like, I'm still typing along this chapter. Like a couple did you days actually type it yourself too? Cause like when I did my book, every, I like tried to type it. And it was terrible, but I wrote, so I recorded it and then had it transcribed. Every single word of 71,000 words I typed. Wow. Every single word. I'm going to high five that. <laughs> That's awesome. Boom. So, uh, typing away, typing away. Then like another few days go by. I'm like, holy crap. I looked back at the end of the chapter. That chapter was 13,500 words. Just that wow. chapter. Chapter seven, step seven, create your production. Sorry, create your content production plan. And looking back on that chapter, I'm like, oh, this is why, you know, I've made over $20 million in the past few years. Like, this is why I, I'm able to work a few days a month, really hard, by the way, <laughs> really hard. And then the rest of the month, like, you know, when I want to, um, how hard, as hard as I want to and make a hundred thousand dollars plus net profit every single month because of this content production plan. And I teach you how to create your content production plan, the systems, the tools, the automations. This to me was so obvious as to why people won and why I won at my business with Entrepreneurs on Fire. That chapter could be a book in and of itself. And it's just one of the <laughs> steps. Oh, this is this is awesome, man. This is awesome. I, I literally cannot wait to get this and read it. Um, so, Bob, but I'm saying you will thrive with it. Like it just, it, is, it will be that. 
that, and that's that's perfect. I think you know, it's, it's funny. Um, I, I have a, a good friend who I'm gonna pick on him for a second. He yeah. kind of just did did jack shit for a long time. And like, and I'm like, he's one of my best friends, and and you know who you are because you're probably listening to this in your car right now. Joe, um, you know who you are. You know. <laughs> and uh, and then like something happened at one point where he like clicked and he started listening to like podcasts and audio, and he consumes a ton of of this content, and it's awesome to see his mindset shift. But he lacks that action. So I love that like your book is not just here's what you should be doing. It's like here's how you actually do it. Because I think people they get in their own way with okay, I I know the path, but then they're like. They forget how to walk, and and then so what's the point? Like you can if you have the path, literally if the golden road's in front of you, but you don't know how to move your feet, it's irrelevant. Well said, Joe. Yeah. I hope you're still- <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start calling him Joe from now on. He's gonna be like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect. Okay, so where can people get this book if they want to get it? Because I'm like, I, I don't know about you. Like I've I've by the way, full disclosure, I've already purchased my copy when when you, I don't know if, if you or your team messaged me, somebody from your team probably did. And I was just like, yeah, done and done. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Cause listen, pre-orders are everything. That's why we're going all in on pre-orders. That just makes the decision on what Amazon orders for bulk buys and what print uh, HarperCollins does for their initial print run. So we decided to make it such a no-brainer. We have five amazing bonuses, all of which, by the way, disappear the day the book goes live. So if you wait until the day the book goes live, it's like, I'll just wait and get it when it comes out. You're missing five amazing bonuses. And they're amazing. Bonus number one, for all you people watching on video, I'm shipping all three of these journals, the Freedom Mastery and Podcast Journal, to your door, literally to your door. If you're in the US, all three are gonna be showing up at your front door. That's $150 worth of journals. Outside the U.S., you get immediate access to our digital versions, which are amazing and beautiful and really well done. There's four other insanely awesome bonuses, which we will be telling uh, uh, you more about when you visit UncommonSuccessBook.com. So you go to UncommonSuccessBook.com. Check out the video there with more descriptions about the book. Look at the endorsements by Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, Neil Patel, Erica Manny, Dora Clark. Um, see all just, five just the who's who of like people you should just be following. Who's who. just <laughs> who's who. And then, uh, and then, and then pre-order the book and guess what? You can get all five bonuses and it's amazing. Perfect. Perfect. Like I said, everyone, I've already ordered my copy. I know. And when does it come out? When does it launch? So that everybody knows in case they're watching March this episode later 23rd. on March 23rd. So you got, got a little bit of time from when we're recording this. We're a uh, late January, a couple months, but, uh, don't, don't, don't dilly dally for sure. Cause you don't want to miss this. Awesome. 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 Um, so if you could, for anyone else listening right now, share one piece of advice from your journey that you think everyone needs to hear right now. Listen, in 2012, I was struggling. I went through six years of the struggle that I mentioned briefly at the beginning of the show, trying different careers, not finding my thing. I definitely was not living in my zone of fire. And I read a quote in a book from Albert Einstein. Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And I looked back on my life and I was like, I've only been chasing success, but what have I actually been doing that's been providing value in this world? And there was no answer. I was not providing value. And I said, the next thing I do in this world will be straight value, free, valuable, and consistent. That ended up being the daily podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And guess what? Providing value first and only ended up having success find me in a major way. So 
That's my challenge to people that are watching this right now. Be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror. What are you doing right now that's providing value, that's providing a real solution to an actual problem in this world? And if you're coming up a little short, that's okay. It's okay. There's time to turn it around. Um, and this book will make it happen for you. Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. Awesome. Well, everybody, uh, thank you so much for hopping on this episode. I hope you found as much uh, value in it as I did. Uh, I know JLD always delivers. He's someone that he's uh, unknowingly to him has been a sort of a mentor of me just by listening to his podcast for as long as I have. Um, I don't know if I've caught all 3000 episodes, to be honest, but I've caught qu quite a few. Oh, sad. Actually, real quick question. So I know you slowed down episodes from daily so that you can focus on other things. Yeah. What 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 was the reasoning behind that? Aside, I mean, obviously to do other things, but how like was that the right decision? Or do you feel like, hey, like you should have stayed with daily? I'm curious. It was the right decision because I wanted to do a different kind of show, which was a more in-depth like dive into what I call audio master classes. So I'm still doing five a week. I'm giving people breaks on the weekends. So <laughs> like take take a day off for me. It's okay. I promise. <laughs> One day. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, everyone, thank you for being on so much. Appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in, listening, watching, wherever you're coming in from. As always, please make sure you rate, subscribe, and review this show. Truly appreciate you pushing it out there because it allows us to help more people. Um, if you haven't already, pause this. Go get the book. Um, check it out. Um, I, I personally am legitimately, truly excited for this, which is why I'm, and thank you, JLD, for being on. Truly okay. appreciate having you here. Um, always, always great conversations whenever you're involved, every time I listen to you. So thank you so much. And for everyone else, we'll see you guys on another episode next week. This podcast is sponsored by Three Degrees Consulting. If you need funnels, websites, paid ads management, or help with any of your digital marketing, Three Degrees Consulting is your go-to source for everything. Check them out at www.go3dc.com. That's G-O, the number three, D is in degrees, C is in consulting.com. Go check them out right now.